Good day, everyone. Hello, it's Chelsea. And Charles is here, too. Hello. Somewhere. Yeah. He is, he is, he's right, he's right here. And he's very decorative today. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, people of America. People of America. This is Beyond the Bell. Yes. Welcome. Good to see yeah, you again. I just... or hear you again. No, yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually took the time to do something horrible that I will not force you to do. I watched at least the first 20 minutes of Roads to the Top. I don't even the, know what that is. The reality TV show starring Cody and Why Brandy Rhodes. Why did you do that, Charles? Because everyone's been talking about how awful it was, and I wanted to, to see it for myself. Is that, uh, it what is, is that on? I don't, I'm not going to advertise it. Um, it is, it is real bad. It is real bad. And they are like a hundred times more pretentious than, uh, wow. Than when they're actually hating other people. Yeah, no, there's a whole thing with, um, you know, Jade Cargill going to Brandy for advice on how to, how to handle like, you know, a fight she had with Red Velvet and stuff. And, oh, that's just fucking stupid. and 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 Brandy talking about how inspirational it'll be if she wins the title after uh, coming back from pregnancy. I, I, I have no words. All I can this think is... to myself is, can you imagine how, like, her thinking that's a big inspirational moment? How much an AEW audience would shit on Brandy beating Britt Baker for the title? Yeah, no, everyone loves Britt. You can't like, do that. She just shouldn't come back. You already have a reality show. What more can you ever fucking ask for? Well, well, then the other thing is she talks about how, you know, I get all this hate on, uh, on, on social media for nepotism. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm the first black executive in a wrestling corporation. And I'm, and I'm like, so wait, you're the chief branding officer. Um, what experience do you have as a branding officer? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> branding cattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, she has, you know, like, what, what executive experience do you exactly have that if this is not nepotism? If the only reason that you are there is not Cody, yeah. why, ex- how, what, what gave you that job? <laughs> Who gave, what gives you the right? What no, qualifications, <laughs> like, do you It's have? like, even, even for people who weren't thinking that it was nepotism, now she just plastered it on her fucking forehead, you know? Like, it's, <laughs> like, now she's just doing it to herself. Just stop. There's enough also a enough. very, there's also a very awkward conversation about her vagina opening up when giving a birth. I'm really glad that you did this and took one for the team. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah, her... Her, her talking to Cody about how, oh, no, you're not going to be looking at my vagina. He's like, I've seen your vagina before. And, you know, which actually is the type of thing only pe- it, it sounds like he's a 12-year-old boy who's never seen one when he says that. But, like, yes. I've totally seen her. I've totally seen Brandy's vagina. I've seen her vagina. Uh-huh. But, you know, <laughs> but she's like, no, like, you've never seen it like that. You've never seen it when it, like, and she puts her hands open and then, like, when a baby oh my flies out. And, and she's like, you'll be on my side holding my hands. I don't, want, I don't want to have to deal with you seeing my vagina like that and never having sex with me again. And him like, I won't, I won't have that problem. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, you two assholes. That's absolutely horrifying. Okay, they, we've given them far too much airtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Far too it's, much. It's, 
it's really it's like they are so desperate to be stars yes <laughs> like well maybe they become even more hated it's not even funny um speaking of people who are desperate to become stars um i i thought i'd read this because it amused me remember the bella twins who were like the awful models who couldn't wrestle who were dating mm-hmm. john cena and daniel mm-hmm. bryan mm-hmm. and that's really why they got anywhere and yes. the whole women's evolution pretty much came Don't they have from... a reality show too yep yep <laughs> uh, a reality show that they now claim is why people were into women's wrestling wow not, not the matches sasha and bailey were doing in um you know sasha bailey charlotte and becky in 2015 no no um there's an exact quote from uh, i think it's brie or nikki i don't give a shit um <laughs> i, I thought this was say, a bell you know, of free zone yeah, uh, well, we're going to not uh, talk about their matches, but we will okay. talk about... Because I have to bring this up, because it's fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I do have to say, you know, the one incredible thing that hit Nicole and I... Ah, so it must be Brie. Like, really hard with the whole women's movement is that when they started to bring up John Cena's name and The Rock, then they'd say, and the Bella Twins. And I think that's why Vince inducted us into the Hall of Fame. I know some people are like, I can't believe they got inducted, but we did something outside of wrestling for the women. I think that was the, like the big mo- mo- movement too. Was mainstream fell in love with women's wrestling. You started seeing more females and young girls come to the show because of total bellas and total divas. I want to fucking cunt punch them so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like it's it's nice to see that women have something after wrestling because women's careers are shorter than men's. And now, so here's the funny thing: the same two days after she said that, Britt Baker. Talked about what made her decide to um, to uh, g- get into wrestling, and, and I um, bet it wasn't the Bellas. <laughs> oddly, the Bella twins are not even mentioned. <laughs> um, <laughs> she says, "When I first started training, when I first said this is something I wanted to do while I'm in dental school, what really motivated me was when I started watching these Sasha, Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte matches That's that were happening on NXT at the time. It's crazy because we're now competing against each other. Those are my idols. Those are the girls I loved watching." I think with women's wrestling, what you find is a trend that the most successful women are the ones that have the utmost confidence in themselves and who they are as a character. One way or another, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, you just own it, and you bring that bad bitch energy one way or the other. I think these girls, to me, are the ones that I want to watch. That's why I try to portray myself and my character when I come out. I think that's been a lot of my success. But wait, though, Britt, what about Total Divas? Didn't that make you... Didn't that make you decide to become a wrestler? Huh. What embarrassment, man. Funny, isn't it? How Total Divas and Total Bellas have been around. And here's the funny thing. Those shows were around for what, like five, six years? They've been around for a while, yeah. Yeah, before, like five, six years before NXT was even a thing. And yet you didn't see a whole influx of women trying to become women's wrestlers during them. Yeah. How weird. It's, it's almost as if they had absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, yes, yes. This is just embarrassing. I'm sure they, like, maybe they, like, noticed it. Somehow, maybe their minds are so warped that they were like, oh, she just doesn't, she's just jealous. She didn't, Britt Baker it's, didn't mention us because she's jealous. Or they probably don't even yeah. know who Britt Baker is. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous to see this shit and to see them just try to take complete credit when, like, I'm, that was the time I was watching Impact because I had stopped watching the WWE because I didn't want to see these shitty fucking, like, 30-second model matches where they did hair-pulling and shit. (laughs) Yes. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Do better. And, and here's, and, you know, the other thing is, I have to say that, you know, for someone claiming that they 
caused the whole women's evolution. I'll tell you, at the same time that Sasha and Bailey were getting This Is Awesome chance, the Bella Twins were getting You Suck Cena chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It makes me so, feel less of John Cena, honestly. <laughs> it, come on. He's a fucking boy from Boston. You throw Nikki Bella in front of him, of course he's going to go for it. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Do you think anyone who looks like that's going to walk into the local fucking, <laughs> like, Southie pub he goes to or whatever? <laughs> you know? Hey, those are my people. <laughs> Massholes forever. <laughs> you have you have been elevated above your people. You are. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I still look like my people. You don't look like a Boston person to me. I look like an Irish person, which is all of You do them. look Irish. You yes. do look Irish. Oh, don't tell I Irish people do not consider Boston people their <laughs> their people. <laughs> You've never heard the term plastic patties? Uh, of course I have. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what all the Irish girls that I've dated always used to refer to the Boston people as plastic patties. Fucked up. But I get it and I agree with it <laughs> yes. wholeheartedly. Yes. So speaking of the Irish, let's go to NXT UK, um, where there's the eternal that battle. Was, that against... was smooth. That was smooth. Yes. Subway King. Exactly. Um, so, uh, we, by the way, um, interesting note about NXT UK. Um, the next TV tapings are October 14th, and fans are returning. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying they were, like, coming over here. I was like, we gotta go! <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Why would they come over here? They've never done an NXT UK taping in the in the states. Yeah, that would not make sense. But I'd yeah. be for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have uh, they have um, uh, said October fourteenth tapings. Uh, first ones with audience in uh, eighteen months. Damn. So I hope I hope I hope it's it's like the old NXT audience who were just wild and awesome all the time. Right. I'd love to see an NXT show in general. Like, why did they don't go anywhere, right? Uh, not really, except for takeovers. Right. They had started to when um when the pandemic happened, and then obviously that put the kibosh on it. Kibosh. You know, but like Sasha and Bailey's big match was at the Barclays Center, um, right. and uh, I saw a takeover where um. The main of I mem- I believe it had um Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair. Oh. Um and the main event was Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Oh cool. Baby. Um, Baby. <laughs> yeah. And that was I um I think that's the that's the night where Adam Cole won the won the title one of the times. Oh. So and that was at the Barclays Center as well. Um Fun. I don't know what year that was, but it was the year that uh, Becky and uh, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey were in the main event of Mania. Ew. Yeah. So anyway, so NXT UK, we start off with Ginny being interviewed. She is. They're talking about, um, they're being interviewed about how their future is brighter than yours or anybody's, and they're just done with this <laughs> interview. So they run into Amelia McKenzie and Mako Satamora, who's training Amelia. And it's just, this is just quintessential perfect Ginny moment where she's just like, why are you still trying to impress her? Are you playing second fiddle? No one cares about you. I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just stating facts. Like, this is pathetic. Um, And the only thing that Amelia McKenzie throws back is I don't care about your opinion. Ginny is like, well, I'm going to make you care about it because 
It's genuine. Yeah, she's like, I couldn't care less about your opinion, so please go away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I'm like, so, I ca- I would care about Ginny's opinion of me. Like, so yeah. should you, Amelia. Yeah. So we get Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff coming backstage. And they're complaining and, about symbiosis, or symbiosis, like, sticking their nose in, in business where they don't belong. Yeah. Yes. And Nina Samuels just randomly fucking shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> and announces that they are the first guests on the Nina Samuels show. Yeah. Yeah, it's whether it's they really, like it or they're not. Like, what what channel? And she's like, so anyway, what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> um. So my favorite thing is that, like, in in all of this, she just took whatever they were saying or complaining about and just made it about herself, which yes. was perfect. And she like <laughs> my actually my favorite thing, other than like the absolute dramatization of every single word, was how she like a, like a bad theater student held her hand up in proclamation <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Yes. That made me really, really, it brought me joy. <laughs> it did. I love Nina Samuels so much. She's so good. Yeah. I feel like I'd hate um, her in real life. Like, having to sit in a waiting room at Actors Equity, like, waiting auditioning <laughs> after her, and sitting in that room, like, like we're both auditioning for, I don't, I don't fucking know, something on Broadway, and she's just like, well, I'm going to book it because of this and this and this, and having to sit and wait. For hours on end with her, I would. She would also hand. She would also hand you her headshot so that you could you could know what a star's headshot looks like, and she'll sign it for you if you want. Yeah, (laughs) no, that goes to the monitor. No, it goes to you because you know nothing. Yeah, it'll be. It'll yeah. It'll it'll just be one of those like you know. I'm. I understand that you're you're not going to get the role because I, Nina Samuel, is auditioning. So here, I will autograph my headshot for you so one day you can sell it and say you touched greatness. A hundred percent. You know, yeah, that's exactly what would happen if you ever were auditioning for anything with Nina Samuels. I'd be like, you know what, I just don't want this part anymore. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Yes, but the segment was very cute. Yes, yes, it concluded the first episode of the Nina Samuels show. So <laughs> we go to Danny Luna versus um why well, I'm, I'm speaking like Nina Samuels still. Danny, Danny Luna. Luna Danny Luna versus Zaya versus Brookside. Zaya Brookside. <laughs> um. Yes, and I have to say about this match that I did not care. Sorry. <laughs> like it wasn't bad, I just didn't care. I don't know yeah. why I didn't care. Because, you know, I was, wow, Chelsea, words are hard. Um, <laughs> I was all, like, Team Zaya Brookside all the time. I do like like how the commentators said that it was technique versus power. They were absolutely mm. right about that. Yep. Um, it, was, it was fine. <laughs> um, there's lots of, like, arm shit in this. Lots of torquing of the mm-hmm. wrist. It shows that both of their strength were, like, one of them would put them into a move, and then, like, Zaya wouldn't let go um, after she was just, like, dumped face first, or after the vertical suplex. Like, she just, like, it... Zaya did some... She reversed everything that she possibly could. Yeah. It was like but they'd also, been wrestling each other for a while. Danny, Danny pretty much also was just countering everything Zaya was doing, just from mm-hmm. her strength too. Yes. And I see I actually I probably like this a lot more than you did. Um Yeah. I was I really I enjoyed this match a whole lot. Um it's probably my one of my favorite Danny Luna matches. Well, it showed um, that she can do cool shit. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it's not as much not as much as I I like I saw a match with her versus Jordan Grace, which was really crazy to see those two because it's just yeah. two super strong fucking women beating the shit out of each other. I love that. Yeah, it's on Peacock somewhere, but good luck trying but to find it. You can't find it. Yeah, good luck trying to find it. It's on Peacock. <laughs> um, Sometimes but, I can't even find The Office, and that's what I sleep to every night. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's Peacock is so poorly put together. It's not, it really it's, is. It's, like, literally, like, it's not even, you know, content is one thing, but, but um, the interface, I would put it in the bottom three apps I have ever used. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 100%. It is, it's so bad. It is so fucking bad. Um, but yeah, no, um, at the end of the match, um, Danny catches Zaya into a slam, into a fallaway slam, into a powerbomb, which was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Zaya looked upset and refused to um, shake her hand. So and sad. I'm like, are we, are we going to get Zaya Lee heel turn? Well, I feel like people would like her more. I really liked her when we first started watching her, but then I just like nothing evolved. Yeah, you know there was. Well, no maybe the, maybe her, this is her so way. Maybe this, maybe this is, is, is yeah. Maybe this is her way of evolving. Mm-hmm. So we That'd go to nice. Blair Davenport. Yeah, it's putting everyone on notice that um, you can punish me all you want, but bad things are going to continue to happen. Yes, yes, and then uh, what's her name? Stevie Turner goes in to talk to Sid. Um, yeah, she like bursts in on him, saying that he's doing nothing because this happened two weeks ago where Blair attacked her and. She's just going to keep doing it. You have to reinstate her, and I will personally make sure you never have to suspend her again. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm calling you on your bluff right now, Stevie Turner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't imagine Stevie Turner with Stevie, I know how to kick, um, and only how to kick, um, yes. is going to win anything against uh, yes. Blair Davenport. Agreed. So, so let's, go, um, let's go across the Atlantic to regular NXT 2.0. And, uh... Speaking of, 2. 0, st- speaking of 2.0, speaking of, y'all, that does rhyme, but speaking of uh, 2.0, um, very interesting to see who that um, fucking Ever-Rise from NXT, who are now called 2.0, are, like, all over the place on AEW now. Yeah, that's crazy shit. Like, why yeah. is that? They're, like, attacking main eventers now, like, randomly. I love that. That's my favorite thing. Just yeah, for no reason. They- they were, they really won me over. They are so entertaining. Yeah. Aw, that's so cute. In, in a recent interview, they, they said, um, they, they, they talked about NXT 2.0, and they said, uh, thank you, NXT, for uh, the, the free advertisement on our name. <laughs> nice. That's like a total Charles move. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I thought that was great. So, awesome. uh, yeah, so, so, so we have Hit Row, um, who... You know were, what I, wrote, I noticed that Hit Row does? The Hit what? Row does that I haven't seen before. They did, like, I, this is a 90s Nickelodeon cartoon, like, millennial thing. But Rocket Power was this, this amazing show about these kids on skateboards. And they, their, like, handshake was exactly what Hit Row did. And they went, woogity, woogity, woogity. And Hit Row <laughs> did it. <laughs> and I was like, are they woogity, woogity What are they doing? It was very maybe, exciting. That was, maybe that was they were all fans of the show as well. Um, they, they must have been, because it was, like, exactly what it was on that cartoon in, like, 96. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, little things like that do definitely sneak into wrestling. I mean... Xavier Woods from the New Day, when they were heels, um, 
When they won a match once, he did the victory fanfare from Final Fantasy on his on his trombone. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, That's which awesome. got cut out by the way later on because I guess they don't have the rights to do that. Um, yes, that but, makes sense. You know, but I was like, so, they probably were like, "Who's gonna catch the woogity woogity?" Chelsea caught your woogity woogity. Okay, <laughs> it sounds like a venereal disease when you put it that way. Yeah, exactly. You should probably get the woogity woogity checked out. Um, by the way, speaking of which, speaking what? of which, when I see those, <laughs> when I see those Roman commercials for erectile dysfunction, yes, I can't help but imagine like Roman, Roman Rain steps in. <laughs> I got my ED checked out. You should too. I'm Roman like, I'm like, no, no, I'm imagining like, you know, like for Ro- the Roman commercial erectile dysfunction, it's like a guy can't get it up. And so Roman Reigns steps in and takes over for him. Yeah. He's like, I'll take care of that problem for you. <laughs> yeah. Where that's the what the Roman, that's what the, yeah, that's what Roman is. Roman Reigns comes over and has sex with her for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just see him coming in with like, you know, like Paulie, da- Paul, Paul Heyman's right by his side. Ew, gross. <laughs> and he watches. Pol- holding the belt. <laughs> just, that's so gross. And, and Paul, I love it. Paul, Heyman, Paul Heyman's like, come on, let's just step outside the room and give them some privacy. <laughs> yes. But Paul looks through the door. Yeah. Yeah. He's a peeping Tom from the next room. You, you just hear acknowledge me coming from the room. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, anyway, um, <laughs> that was awesome. I couldn't help but notice that Ashante uh, Theodonis, uh, when he grabbed the mic and said, uh, this is all about the ladies, I'm like, uh, amusing that the lady doesn't get to speak for like three minutes. Also, he looked nothing like the rest of them this week. Did yeah. you notice that? Like, I, I, I liked his like sexy intern at the library to try and get women in college look, but like, it didn't match with the rest of Hit Row whatsoever. I mean, yeah, I liked yeah. it, but he shouldn't yeah. have done it. <laughs> I, I was not fond of this. Was like a bad comedy skit. This was probably the worst uh, Hit Row promo I've ever heard from them. Well, because they just gave up. Yeah, they, they were getting booed too during it. Yeah, yeah, it's not really memorable. But I was like, okay, are they now the hosts of NXT? Why are they talking about everything that's going to happen tonight? Yeah, no, it was it was weird. Um, Like they're and then it happened again later on, and we'll we'll go into it. But um, I don't know, I don't know what happened with that. But um, I do know uh, B Fab said she's going to beat the brakes off Electra like she owes me currency. (laughs) She yes. may be big, but she ain't bad. And when she gets in the room with B-Fab, she's about to be big mad. Uh, and if you didn't know, now you and then they got cut off because Electra yep. came in. So I don't um, know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, she cut her know? off, so I will never know. I have no what idea. What are we supposed I'm, I'm, to know, guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. Because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Electra comes out with Legato del Fantasma. Um, yes. So this was like the second match for B-Fab and the third match for Lopez. And um, I got to say, this was the real sloppy match. This was, this was just bad. <laughs> this was a match that neither of them should have. Neither of them are ready to have. None of them are ready to like I would I'd keep them in their like factions. Have yeah. them talk. 
don't have them wrestle on television right now. I think Elect- Electra is a lot better wrestler than B. Hundred percent. But she's not ready for a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. Like she did some stuff that I that I looked at. I'm like, that's legit dangerous. That she's and this doing. is like, no disqualification. They aren't ready for yeah. that. Yeah, like when she like dropped her like on the fucking like the the what do you call the back of the chair? Oh yeah, the back of the back of the chair. What whatever <laughs> it's called, I was just like, that's that's some dangerous shit that they were fucking doing. To or each other. using not even the table legs, but the thing that attaches the table legs. Yeah, like and snap. Yeah. like that's something that can actually harm you. Yeah, like this was this was a garbage match, and I don't know. And I I know I normally really like I like both of them. And I like hardcore matches. I think that they should have just had a regular fucking match against each other. Yeah, this was just bad. It was sloppy. It was underprepared. They weren't ready. And it was just a mess. And I was kind of like, it was almost like a car crash, but I was bored. Yeah. Yeah, this was, this was like, and then that, the, uh, that was an ugly fucking crossbody into the chair where the chair like just collapsed under them and stuff. And it was like, ugh. Like, serious, like, they were doing stuff that's serious, like, neither of them are experienced enough to have a match like this without hurting each other. Agreed. You know, And it like, didn't even Sasha, look like anything that they did had an effect. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Yeah, like, this was, this was probably one of the worst matches I've seen on NXT. A hundred percent, me too. We love yeah. you guys. Yeah, and, and, and I don't blame them for it. I think that this is, the, like, they should, neither of them are ready for this type of match. A year from now, I'm sure if you gave them the exact same stipulations, they would put on a great match, but not now. It's like when, you know, the shit that usually pisses me off in, like, AEW and stuff was the most exciting thing in, like, for me during this when Hit Row and Legato del Fantasma started fighting each other. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank goodness this is happening because now they can't hurt each other and I don't have to watch this anymore. Yeah. But it kept going. Yeah, so, I mean, as I said, like, I like both women, but they were, you can't be doing a hardcore match or third fucking match. No. There was no reason for it, either. Yeah. I think, I think maybe they were trying to rush an end to the feud because of, uh, the draft. Yeah. So, that's the the only, that's the, that's the only reason, that's the only reason I can think of for this, uh, I'm no selling that joke. Um, that's the only reason I can think of for, um, for doing this. So, uh, we go to the Index Honeymoon. Thank fucking Christ. Um. Because <laughs> I need some De- joy. Dexter's yes. suit is way lower than I imagine a suit Dexter would. I saw, like, pubes. <laughs> like, it's... Really? I wasn't looking hard enough. I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah, so well, I guess if you want to replay and watch, look at the pubes of Dexter Loomis, feel feel free. Well, um, what, like, what kept making me crack up is because, like, all of our Instagram and stuff before I actually watched this was, like, this one, like, quick clip that was, like, on repeat, like, a boomerang of her, like, flipping her hair from, like, being in the water <laughs> and him, like, tilting his sunglasses down. It was just mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah, so yeah. Index are on their honeymoon, and they're holding hands on the beach. He's like, putting sunscreen on her. Um, they're playing slaps, which I'm like, why? Uh, <laughs> but it makes sense. I somehow. Um, he draws Index in the sand. They drink on the beach. But, of course, Johnny and Candace are there. Because <laughs> they have to be. And also, I think they tried to sell that it was, like, Puerto Rico, when it was very obviously not a hotel. It was someone's apartment, like, right on the beach yeah. somewhere, like, 
What's the closest fucking be- Jacksonville. They're in Jacksonville. That's it. Well, Jacksonville is AEW. I mean, um, they're in Orlando. Well, there's no beach near Orlando. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I've, maybe, I've only I... been to, I've only been to Florida like three or four times. So I don't That's really okay. know. You don't ever need to go back. Yeah. I know Miami has a beach, but, um, that'd be really I don't know far. What happens that'd be go... like a four hour drive. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can listen to Charles and Chelsea Geography Lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and also co-hosted by Lenny Leonard. Uh, yes. the Luscious Lenny Leonard. <laughs> luscious, lascivious Lenny Leonard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one was I, my favorite one. Like, I, I'll tell you, man, Lenny Leonard really just needs us to write his dating profiles. A hundred percent. And I also want to, we need to write one for Jade Cargill's manager, too. For one eight hundred lawyer, <laughs> for one lawyer, and then him and Lenny Leonard could fall in love and try and take uh, over the world, but nobody takes it seriously until we're all dead. Yes, yes. Yeah, I just, I just, I just imagine fucking. I've been watching a lot of The Sopranos lately, so I just imagine like Lenny Leonard in one of those like fucking red smoking jackets. Yes, with, like no shirt Cigar under and mouth. <laughs> yes, like yeah, he's just like laying down, like li- li- relaxing, talking with, like, about fourth fuck- grade social studies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it fucking, you know, ladies, when I uh, need a relaxing, uh, you know, you can give me a foot massage. But um, I'll tell you about Constantinople. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So let's anyway. just talk about Lenny Leonard for the rest of this show. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So we Johnny need, and Candace are looking on. From I feel afar. we need we need Beyond the Bell um, fucking uh, Lenny Leonard gifts just to kind of hit back at Ring of Honor for stealing our name a little bit. <laughs> yes. Oh, a lot of it. A lot of it. They yes. straight up yes. are like, oh, that's taken. Oh, just put an S on it. Yeah, exactly. We at <laughs> Rings of Honor. idiots in New York took it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we at Rings of Honor um, need to we make some gifts. Yes. Yeah. So, so Johnny um, becomes a, very, a shark in very shallow water. Yes. And they run out and it's, it's, it's just hilarious. And I love him at the yes. end being like, what a beautiful day. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was cute. So we go to Raquel Gonzalez, um, who says she isn't overlooking Frankie. And um, she says she's about to be another name crossed off the list of everyone standing in her way. And then mm-hmm. Toxic Attractions show up. They do. Yes. And Mandy so, says, um, uh, says the title looks, looks good, good on, on her. You, but it looked better look a her. lot better on her. Yep. Oh, yeah. So now we go to uh, Toxic Attraction versus Zio... Um, Zio. Zio and Oe. Zio uh, versus, and Oe, yes. Yes. <laughs> versus Oe, Oe, Anyway, versus Eo Shirai and Zoe Stark. Yes. Um, I, I, I noticed JC is wearing the same sunglasses Gigi has been wearing for years, and I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's the last one to conform, and she's like, I'm trying, Mom and Mom. I'm getting there. Yeah. I but do she looked she, great she, in this. She looks, yeah, they all look great. I do wish she'd up her hat game, though. I don't know why she has her like blossom hat on. Um, when, now they're the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah, like you know. Uh, oh no, it's 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 an it's a. I'm, I realize I'm old. It's an it's a reference to an '80s show uh, where there was the character had a hat like that. Um, oh. But I wish that you know, like um, Gigi looks so like S and M Club. Yeah, she does. And she just and looks JC, great. I, yeah, oh, G- Gigi is is like fucking 
just the hottest woman ever. Um, she really is. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, I feel like JC needs to wear a more fetish orientated hat if she's going to wear a hat. Where is your fetish hat, JC? <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. You should, yeah. she should wear, like, I don't know, something we put in Demon Hunter, like some sort of weird yeah. mask or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's not get into weird masks. Because we have to talk about that later. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I blocked so, that out, and I just saw it this morning. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's so just So we bad. come back with uh, Zoe and Eo in the ring. Um, I love that I'm seeing Gigi Dolan versus Eo Shirai. I know. I, I made a note about that as well, because it's just the wildest thing. Never anticipated it. And Gigi had a great Hurricane Rada, and it's just... it's. You know, and I just keep thinking about these people who came up and they came up so quick and they're still getting mm-hmm. this TV time and they deserve to be on TV. Like, how it must go through their heads. I've said this before. Like, I just did that move on Io Shirai. You know, like, yeah. that has to go through their minds. Did you also see how happy Io Shirai was to be working with him? Yeah. She was like, it was like, it could be played in the storyline. Like, at least it's not Zoe. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, oh, there's some talent, some new fresh blood, something. Yeah. And she's back on TV. I also want to point out, I'm not sure, was it, um, was it Zoe and, and JC who did, like, the, the reversal of pins? Where it was, like, probably one of the best reversal of pins I think yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, that was awesome. Where, where it really, looked, it like, looked like, ass. yeah, where, like, each one of them, it looked like they could legit win. And each one, it didn't look like. Okay, here's the reversal just for the second before they go into the next move. It, each They did, like, four in a row where each yeah. one looked like they could end the match right there. Yeah, it's true. That was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Io Shirai um, came through and did all of her amazing Io Shirai things. Mm-hmm. Just threw herself everywhere. What do they always say? Throwing caution to the wind. Yes. It, yep. She's just, it always amazes me when a wrestler doesn't even use the turnbuckles to jump off of the top rope. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> it's the coolest <laughs> thing ever. Um, we got like, this is awesome chance, which is great. I feel yeah. like just like boost morale for toxic attraction, especially. Yeah. Um, which I love. Well, the, the thing that I keep noticing, um, I noticed that a lot of the time, I think the WWE realizes how good Gigi is because if you notice they let they let Gigi basically work um to set up stuff for JC. Yeah. Because I think they know JC's the one who needs the most work. Yes. But JC is improving every week. Every week. Yeah, no, I didn't have any complaints. Like, it, uh, everything yeah. that happened, like, when she went for the neckbreaker, it's Io Shirai, so she's gonna, like, fucking counter that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It, but that's all just stuff in, in time. And I think that what JC, how she really aided and helped in this match, too, was her, like, I guess you can call it emotion. She was, like, an emotional support friend, where she was, like, yeah. but she was angry. She was, like, get up! You know? Or, yeah. We got this! I like But that. it's like you can you can tell that they know that Gigi doesn't need as much work. Yes. So 100%. they so Gigi basically does stuff to set things up for JC to learn. Yeah. Yep. 100%. And and yeah, and it's really cool seeing that. Um What what the fuck was that move from Zoe lights up or something towards the end like before Eo drop kicked Gigi out of the ring? 
It was oh, before I don't even know what it... Zoe threw herself on the outside. It was just a really cool move. And they said lights up, but I didn't know if that was like the name of the move or um, what it was. It's you... Well, no, that's just because um, uh, when CM Punk does it, it's called Go to Sleep. Oh, cool. Um, but um, Zoe Stark briefly was called like a Go to Stark. Um, go to Stark. Yeah, but it, they haven't called it that in a while, so I don't know if it's that anymore. Okay. Um, but I know that, um, you know, but, like, the fact that, like, JC just does a fucking flip hitting into it, like... Yeah. hmm It was so cool. But it's, like, it's, it's, like I said, it's just, it's really nice to see, like, you know, I remember when we were watching Gigi in, in, like, fucking the NWA, where you could tell that she had bought her own lingerie to wrestle in. Yep. You know, and here we see her, like, she looks professional, she, you know, like... Yeah. She looks like she belongs and and it's and she's one of the top heels already in NXT already. I think she's going to be like the top star like way quicker than we think. Yeah, like at I least that's I, like, what I what, want. Like the way they're pushing her, I could see her like 2-3 years from now fighting with a Sasha or a Bailey or like yeah. Becky or or Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know? Mhm. Like yes. I th- I think that they're doing, you know, such a really cool job. Uh, with them. 100%. And I think even having Mandy helps them out, honestly. Well, yeah, it makes us like Mandy Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say I my one complaint about the match was not so much the match, but I think the editing towards the end was all over the place. Uh-huh. You that know, like, sense. I think that they were doing weird camera angles um, and missing some stuff. Like, very and, quickly, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. quick cuts and, away that didn't make sense. Yeah. I do love Mandy yelling, you need to calm down. <laughs> you need to calm down. No, you back yeah. up and you calm down. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that was awesome. So we got uh, Boa versus Andre Chase. Um, and and Mei Ying just, like, walked to the ring. <laughs> like, yeah, walked down the Ying, ramp. Mei Ying eventually sprays mist into Andre Chase's face. So. Yes. Uh, we go to Index. The Honeymoon Pod, too. Yes. So Candace is like, how's it, how'd it go? Johnny's all like, you know, I scared them away. And well, where would they go? Their room. And, <laughs> and I love that Candace is just like, you know, what's in a room. And Johnny's like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? They pan down to her pregnant belly. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. So Johnny realizes that I also, they need I, I'll, protection. I'll say, I also, I also love that they, um, you know, you remember, you remember our honeymoon, and then they cut to clips from their actual honeymoon. <laughs> yes, how it cuts to clips from their actual honeymoon, but then he's, like, haunted at the end by, like, Dexter yeah. Loomis stuff. <laughs> I was like, that's clever. I love how this shit is still progressing and is still rock solid, this story. Yes. You know, yes. it's awesome. So Johnny's like, oh, shit, they need protection. Um, he lies to a maid saying that he forgot his key. Can, he, can she let him in? It's, Dix, it's Loomis, room 512. So the maid just lets, lets him in. And I love him going, security sucks around here. Um, so my I first... Love, I, and, and, and you, as someone who's worked with me, you know I love writing stuff like that. Where it's like, yes. you know, it's like, well, gee, okay, how does he get in the room? I don't know. Let me just go with the easiest way. It's like, but that's not believable. All right, have the character comment on it. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got to Then it's fine. Yeah. Yes. It's like whenever you've noticed anything that like people could possibly like call you out on, you'd be like, all right, they just have to say something and then it's done. Yeah. 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 That's fine. 
It's great. Like, yeah. when the fuck did it start snowing? You'll see what that's from later. later yeah, later, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I love that <laughs> because we, we shot, we, yeah, I'll just say it right now. Like, we shot one part during, like, months apart. And by the time we were able to start again because of COVID, it had snowed a lot the night before. So Charles was so, just like, Charles was like, can you just say when did the fuck did it start snowing? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which so is good. great because, yeah, suddenly there's like an, there's like a foot of snow when <laughs> earlier in the same night there was none. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Probably now nobody can say shit about it. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. 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 Now it's like, oh, well, I guess it must have snowed when she was on the subway. <laughs> yes. And change seasons. There's no longer leaves on the trees. <laughs> you know. Well, there's no fine. trees there, though. There's no trees there. Oh, you did, you cut them all down, didn't you? Yes, I purposely <laughs> cut all the trees in Staten Island. I hate down. oxygen. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I so made the first... paper with them and then crumbled it up and threw it away. Yes. A hundred... <laughs> that's exactly. Um, so yeah. the first thing I noticed about their honeymoon suite is that it's terrible. <laughs> That it's obviously just someone's fucking apartment or like a staged apartment with like grandma pillows on the bed, like one that says home and shit. And I was like, this is the shittiest honeymoon suite I've ever seen on television ever. So he dig, he goes through their personal luggage and finds like a lot of condoms. <laughs> like 900 condoms. And I like how they're on black on one side, on the outside, yeah. with, like, small lettering. I've never seen a condom, like, a Trojan specifically, or anyone. Yeah. Like, like, that was just hilarious. So he says he's staying hydrated. Um, yeah, was... I love that line. I hope he stays hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the best. So Index is on oh. their way back, um... And she said that she's having the best day, Andy does. And she loved the chicken fingers she had for lunch. They were amazing, just like you. Um, so she leaves the door open. He doesn't freak out about that and still lets her go in first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what if there was an intruder? So Johnny has to hide in the closet. Um, then this just... Well, the... <laughs> This is just kind of like the pillow fight was just kind of like like Indy's Indy's like enjoyment and moans of of pillow (laughs) fighting were just kind of (laughs) weird. Harder, Dexter, harder. Yeah, so Johnny thinks they're having sex, but it's a but it's a pillow fight. If you didn't see that, um, it was it was weird. Um, and then she's like, okay, let's take a nap. I'm exhausted. And so Johnny thinks that Coast is clear can come out of the closet, and Dexter's eyes. <laughs> but that actually scared me. <laughs> it was scary as shit. He opens his eyes, and then they thumbs up each other, and he pulls out a giant thing of condoms from his fucking the fucking pocket in his robe. It was well. Hilarious. I love this. Johnny didn't. Johnny didn't. Johnny was trying to sneak out without being seen, and then Dexter gives him the thumbs up. Yes. And then shows all the condoms he has. I know. That's awesome. Oh, this was, so I guess, this was like, amazing. do we know, did Indy know, did they know ahead of time that Johnny and Candace were there? I assume not. Yeah. So I'm like, Dexter just didn't react to Johnny being there at all. It was like, oh, hi, Dad. You're my dad yeah. now. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, there was a match with uh, Diamond Mine, but Ivy Nile didn't do anything. So we go to Cora Jade. 
Um, and she's really excited that she's so young. Yeah. Um, she's only 20. She's 20. She's the youngest the on the show. So excited for her future. Um, and she wants it to be eventually the generation of Jade. Um, and who is it? Trey's just like, don't do what I did. And she said, don't worry, I won't do anything you did. <laughs> <laughs> and then kisses him and then they're off. My it's favorite just kind part of like of this... high school relationship. That's what it really yeah. Is. I mean, in fairness, she's probably around like just out of high school for, like two years yeah. ago. Yes. So you know, um, I love the fact that after this, it went to Wade Barrett and Beth Phoenix, and Wade is complaining as Wade always does. And yes. Beth says, "Who hurt you, Barrett? Who hurt you, Barrett? Yeah, that was the best." <laughs> Who so now we go. Either? Now we go to the Wendy Williams show. Uh, I am sorry. I mean, lashing out with Lash Legend, which this was just dumb. This I didn't was like pretty, it. This was pretty much like the Wendy Williams show, which I I don't watch the real Wendy Williams show. I I don't want to see an impersonation of the Wendy Williams. This show. is like any late night talk show, but bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the one thing I do want to note is we were uh, discussing that she was in the WNBA uh, and that yes. you were, you said you were embarrassed that you didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. Uh, her, her name in the WNBA was Anriel Howard. Cool. And she was in, some, in the Seattle Storm, who I assume are a team. They are a team. I don't know them very well, though. Yeah, apparently she has the rebound record in a single game with 27 rebounds. I don't know what those are. A rebound. Um, a rebound is so say that someone shoots the ball towards the basketball hoop, okay? He shoots, he scores! No, so he doesn't score. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't oh. score, and it's whoever gets the ball first. Oh, so she That's caught the a ball 27 times when someone else fucked up? Yes, or, to, or okay. to like make sure that the other team didn't score. Okay, okay. Yes, either or. No. Well, if I didn't know, now I know. Now right. I so so let's go to <laughs> Rachel uh Rachel Raquel Gonzalez versus you know I realized um just knowing the WWE one day Raquel Gonzalez Electra Lopez and Zelina Vega will be a faction that makes sense I can totally imagine that on the main roster one day yeah I think that would be great. What also occurred to me is if that happens, you know, like two, three years from now when Electra Lopez has a lot more experience, can you imagine how dominate a fucking Raquel Gonzalez, Electra Lopez team would be? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like these two big, strong fucking like Hispanic women just beating the shit of everybody. Destroying everyone. Yep. I really want to see Raquel go to the main roster, though. Like, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I noticed a lot of booze for Raquel here. Yeah, what's up with that? Because you should be I guess whoever really is like with Robert Frankie. Stone. Yeah, that's the. Guess, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I did I, like I, how I, Robert Stone and Jesse Kamea matched. Yeah. Um. The thing that I remember sticking out to me was the fact that looking at the referee, like you know, giving him instructions, I'm like, both of these women could kick that dude's ass so yes. easily. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. It was weird to see people throwing Raquel and Frankie like this because throwing both them? of them well yeah seeing each other throwing each other oh yes i was like who are the people who are throwing them i missed something <laughs> yeah yes, no, no like 
Yeah, this was, I mean, this was not a great match. I feel there was a clash of styles. There was a clash of styles. Also, with just like, I don't, it was, it was cool. It was, it was cool. I love the slippy slidey thing that, the, <laughs> that Frankie does. That Zoe Stark also does. Yeah. That, that brought me joy. Um, there was nothing really extraordinary about this. They, there was. Yeah. You know, some there was a power bomb to win it, and I know that. Oh, but Raquel's teeth were bleeding at one point. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Also, at the end, uh, well, um, so Raquel wins. Um, I do want to see Frankie win the title eventually. Yeah. But maybe Wait, after yeah. she gets rid of Robert Stone or something. Yes, you have to like. She has to somehow accidentally like leave Robert Stone in the middle of a desert somewhere. Or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the end, uh, I also wonder, honestly, it, and I, I hate to say this, but it looked like Frankie might've had an accident. Really? Yeah. If you, if you look, I mean, I don't know if she might've been just had like a really sweaty butt, but it looked like she might've had an accident. Oh, gross. And they might've been trying to finish up because of that. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. It's not like that's something they're going to come out and, like, talk about. No, they're definitely not going to talk about that. But, um, you know, I mean, it might just be that she's wearing velvet, and that's really hot to wrestle in. Yeah. You know, but it, it did look like it was certainly wet in, like, the button crotch area. Okay. Well, I'm sure there's some sort of blog or something. Yeah. Well, I, has... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage people to check that out. But, like, you know... Um, <laughs> Excellent but I do want, I do wonder if maybe that's why they they you know because the the ending felt really abrupt and I wonder if maybe it was like hey I have to get back to the locker room and clean up like or something yeah. I don't know that would make sense you, you know I mean because you know life happens you know um, I didn't even notice that yeah um, yes accidents happen I mean or or on the other hand it could just be like Rob Van Dam and Rob Van Dam used to just get so sweaty that like the sweat would be going. The wet spot would be going like up his butt, up to his back <laughs> when he'd wrestle. Um, so, you know, like I said, it could just be, but I've never seen that happen with her before. That's why I thought it might have been an accident. Right. Um, but I've has seen she her worn velvet in the ring before? Um, you know, I don't know. I think we probably should look and see if she wears it in the future. And that yeah. might be a big indication of what happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, at the end, Toxic Attraction come out and they attack Robert Stone, Frankie, and Jesse. Then they, they surround. They surround Raquel. Raquel throws yeah. the belt in Gigi's face. Did you she see does, Gigi well, bleeding? I, I didn't see her bleeding. No. Yeah, she was bleeding. She actually had to have six staples in her uh, head. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why she was down on the on the floor for longer than the others because she actually got hit in the face with the belt when Raquel threw it. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so they eventually overwhelm Raquel. In fact, Frankie on, um, on Instagram uh, wrote, because on Gigi's, uh, one of Gigi's Instagram posts, uh, Frankie wrote, next time I see you, I'm punching you right in the staples. <gasps> Wait, Frankie wrote that? Yeah, yes. on Instagram. Yeah, okay. yeah, on Instagram. So I guess Gigi's going to be out for a little bit. Um, well, she, well, they didn't wrestle this week, but she was there. Okay. 
So I'm I'm thinking maybe they just like are gonna give her like a week or two rest and you know, mm-hmm. but still have her as an on-screen character. Okay, that's good. You know, um, and plus, I mean, you can get a cut to your head and not get a concussion. It's just rare that that happens. Well, I would just no. I'd be more concerned about like if you have staples in your head and you're wrestling, you could open them back up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? So, um, they eventually beat up Raquel Gonzalez, and I'll say, I'm liking the new Mandy Rose, but I do not want to see Mandy Rose as NXT champion. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, it's like, like, I think, as much as I'd like give, to see Gigi by herself, I think that, like, if it takes, if it takes keeping Mandy Rose as, like, a single person, then keep Gigi with Mandy and JC, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to be back with Raw, SmackDown, and AEW. Stay tuned. And we're back. We're back. We are back. Yes, we are. There you go. Charles just flipped me off again. I always do it, because I'm counting. I know. That's how I count. (laughs) When they kick me out of elementary school. Anyway. No, we're teaching him how to count, how to count everyone. Yeah. He's almost got it. Yeah, almost. I'm going to get it one day. I got up to four. Yay. Anyway. I got up to four. Yeah, I got mail. So anyway, uh, we go to Raw. And uh, yes. we'll, so we get Dewdrop, our, um, a.k.a. Piper Niven, which is what I will be calling her. Um, yes, who's given, who's given her, her title match just randomly against Charlotte because Naomi well, doesn't deserve to be on the roster. Well, well, they announced that, well, what happens is um, they announced that um, uh, Charlotte was doing an open challenge. Yes. And so she defend the title against someone, but they don't know who. And so Dewdrop mm-hmm. comes and asks for the title shot. And uh, so Sonya says, sure, you deserve it, while also throwing a knock at Naomi and says, who doesn't deserve to be on the SmackDown roster? Even though this is wrong. fucked up. And then she says, promise me if you win, you'll do the little dance thing you did. And It's just, I'm like, that's Piper Niven. <laughs> yeah, it ends with her dancing like a fool. So, uh, Like a fool. Like a fool. So we see Shayna Baszler doing card tricks. Yeah, and then she's bombarded by the interview lady. <laughs> um, says, explain um, why to the WWE universe when you... Um, Real, what, what happened when you realized how badly you hurt Nia Jax? And she, like, hesitates and, like, scowls and thinks and just walks away in a huff. I want to see Shayna just put the fucking uh, interview lady into the Kurafuna clutch. That'd be awesome. Like, she doesn't answer questions, she just fucking puts her into the clutch, and they have to, like, pull her off her or something. Yes. You know, like, that's the... That's Brilliant! The, that's the Shayna. That's, that's what I think would really be good... To make Shayna like this killer that like we're trying, they're trying to make her now. They should have always been making her. That's the Shayna we all need. And yeah, love. it's kind of like Vince McMahon. Just oh wait a minute, this girl can. This girl is like a legit fucking fighter. <laughs> I yes. didn't realize that, even though NXT I had, had been no idea. Even though NXT had been doing that for like th- four years, and you know, yeah. so idiots. We get Charlotte versus Piper Niven. Um, and I'll tell you, it's kind of surreal to see someone from NXT UK fighting like Charlotte. Yeah, that was, again, another moment I made note of this, where it's like, you're Piper Niven, and you're like, I'm about to fight Charlotte fucking Flair. Yeah. Like, 
If you like, I'm getting teary eyed just thinking about it because it's like one of those mom, I made it. Yeah. Moments. You it's know? a shame that it didn't wasn't a real match because like. Yeah. Piper was doing pretty well. She was. She could actually fucking do things. And you could see, like, on Charlotte's face, the actual surprise mm-hmm. that she did. Like, she had a nice scent on. She got out of the way a lot, Piper. She just, like, it, I was like, how did she do that? She, yeah. It was cool. Eva Marie ruins everything. Yeah. So, Eva Marie's music starts. Um, Piper goes to check out what's going on. And then Charlotte gives her natural selection. And then uh, Eva comes to mock Piper. And Eva acts like she won the match. And Charlotte attacks her. Um, yes. And then Charlotte did the Deanna Prazu thing I know you love. I wrote she kicked her poop. Yes. She kicked poop on her. <laughs> and, she kicked uh, poop on her. <laughs> yes. Charlotte's hair extensions are very obvious right now. They are obvious. Also, yeah. her bronzer is very obvious right now. Yeah. So, Eva Marie then did a promo uh, <laughs> where she said if she had the opportunity that Piper had, uh, she would be the World Women's Champion. And she's tired of being taken advantage of and disrespected from all of uh, the audience. And she could beat every one of those women in the locker room. And then Shayna Baszler's music hits. Corey Graves yes. had me cracking up on commentary. A planet delusion? Uh, no, no. When he was like, run, Eva, run. <laughs> and, and, uh. Well, I just like someone was like, well, someone lives on planet delusion. Yeah. That made me happy. Well, that wasn't him. Yes, That run. wasn't him. Uh, and then one of the other guys is like, you know, Eva, Eva needs to learn a lesson. And he's like, Eva doesn't need to learn a lesson. Eva needs to get the hell out of the ring. <laughs> yes. And she doesn't until Shayna's like in the ring. And I'm yeah. like, it's too late. So. It's too late. We get a Kurafuna clutch. Gives, or Shayna, yeah, Shayna gives her nap time. <laughs> yeah. Rousing tears for Shayna on this. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. And then just, uh, wow, that's my thing this week is a hundred percent. So then she like, it's she wholesome, drags her to it's wholesome the apron. content. Wholesome content. Yeah. I haven't said that. It made, it made my I'm nipples like, hard. Interch- <laughs> well, that's never going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I caught myself. I'm like, Chelsea, you've said a hundred percent like 80 times this episode. Say something else. You need to say oh, it a hundred. poop. <laughs> uh, yes. Use. Kick poop. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say instead. Let's not. Um, so she drags um, so. her to the apron and kicks her and then just like rips her apart. And it's just. The refs come in like way later than they should have. <laughs> Eva, Eva is a bad actress. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I love I love when Shayna cracked up because the audience started chanting one more time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So finally, we get a uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki uh, Nikki Ash promo, um, and uh, Rhea says that opposites attract. And uh, yeah, Jim Cornette said that um, the two of them look like a dominatrix who has to take her kid sister out for Halloween. And I can only see that now when I look at them because they yeah. totally act like it. <laughs> they do. Like Nikki they wanted do. to it's do all the, the different not even fist bumps and stuff. And, like, yeah. It's, and she, like, tries to shake her hand or, like, fist bump her in this. And Rhea's just like, no, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rhea says she doesn't, it doesn't matter about the draft. We're going to go wherever we want. Nikki says, yeah, tell them, baby. Baby, super brutality is ready to fly. <laughs> I love Rhea being like, we're still working on that name. <laughs> so uh, Nikki wants matching outfits. What do you think about the color blue? And Rhea says, blue is cool. It's a cool color on you. And that's something I was not expecting Rhea to say. Like, actually say, like, you know, use the term cool color. Again, like, it's her little kid sister. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool color on you. And I was like, this is so just not the Rhea that I want. I want her to just like kick her in the face and make her black and blue or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. This is, so, uh, we're going to, that was everything from Raw. So we're going to talk about SmackDown, but SmackDown had the draw, the draw, the draft. Um, the draw. And, uh, I'll tell you, the only team I really wanted to break up was Nikki and Rhea. Yeah. And they didn't. And they are literally the only ones left. Yeah, they're the only team now. I assume with all the women that are there now, because there's a lot of women now on both rosters. Mm -hmm. Um, like, both rosters are probably twice the size they were before. Well, that'll be great for our audience, because they'll have to listen to us for twice the amount of time every week. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, well, we'll see. I've heard a disturbing rumor about why Tony Storm hasn't been on TV, and it'd be... I, unfortunately, you know, Johnny Ace is the one responsible for the Divas division, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was true. But, you know, it's just a rumor. But the rumor is the reason why Tony Storm is not on TV is that they hadn't gotten a chance to actually see her. And they want her to lose 15 pounds in her butt. What? Yeah. That's the rumor. I don't know how true it is, but oh but considering Johnny Ace is the guy who used to try to hire women's wrestlers by looking at lingerie catalogs and then calling the agents of the girls he'd seen that he found attractive in them, it wouldn't surprise me if he is the one behind that and he's actually doing that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, if that's, That would be enough for me to quit. Yeah, no, totally. If it's true, I really hope she quits and goes to AEW or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You don't need that fucking treatment. Yeah, I don't know if it's true, but that's what that's the rumor that I've been hearing. Right. So, and it would totally make sense with Johnny Ace because he's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. You know, who actually, speaking of the Bella Twins, he married the fucking Bella Twins' mom. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So, after hiring the Bella Twins, by the way. He's like, well, I can't touch them because they're my employees now. Let me go for the mom. Yeah, so, you know, uh, that totally that totally checks out with Johnny Ace. So hopefully yeah. that's not true, but if it is, I would not be surprised. And if it yeah. is, I really hope she quits because that's yes. bullshit. So let's that's go bullshit. over, because, uh, you know, the, 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 the draft happened a little this week, too. Um... And we'll talk about those shows next week, but I do want to go into who is on whose show now. Yes. Okay, so on SmackDown, the women there are now Aaliyah, B-Fab, Charlotte Flair, um, uh, you meant Naomi. Fab B, though, right? What? You meant Fab, you meant Fab B, as Sonya Deville put it in this episode. Did she? Yeah, you didn't catch that? No, I didn't catch it. She listed everyone in Hit Row, and she said, and Fab B. Yeah, no, I I did not catch that. And then, like, Adam Pearce looked at her like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, no, I did not catch that. So let me me start over here. Um, Aaliyah, B-Fab, Charlotte Flair, um, Naomi, Natalia, uh, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, and Xia Lee. So those are the women on SmackDown and on Raw, which um, is Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Carmella, uh, Dana Brooke. I mean, someone's got to lose. 
uh, Dewdrop, a.k.a. Piper mm-hmm. Niven. Um, let's see, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim. I'm really glad to see Mia Yim being mentioned again. Yes. Uh, Nia Jax, Nikki Ash, um, Rhea Ripley, Tamina, uh, Tina, Tegan Knox, and Zelina Vega. It's quite a roster. So the one thing that sticks out, it is interesting, though, because it's like now I actually want to watch Raw because I like most of those mm-hmm. women. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Charlotte's not on there anymore, and Becky is, so. Yes. You know, so now Raw might be the show that I want to watch to see. So, But the big thing is what happened Yeah. Well, Bailey. Well, Bailey, Bailey's injured. Bailey tore her ACL. She won't be wrestling for another year. I know, but she's just like, I, I don't know. It, based on her Instagram, it doesn't seem like she knew this was coming. Yeah. Um, that she wasn't going to be drafted. I don't know if you saw all the stuff, but she's kind of like going off the, off the wall a little bit. Yeah. Um, with the posts, like her first post is like her makeup's all fucked up and it's in black and white. And she's like, free agent and like looks like really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, and she's just posting all sorts of, so I don't think she saw it coming just based off of that. Well, cause remember they don't tell the talent, um, except if you're like a Roman Reigns or John Cena who, you know, where you're getting drafted right. to. So, but like, it's fucked up. So, will they bring her back, or will she go elsewhere? Because no, all the I mean, fans, like on the comments and stuff, are like, "Are you going to AEW? What's the plan?" Well, those fans are idiots. Um, yes, because the way that it works is that she's injured; her contract is suspended during that time. Mm. So, you know, if she comes back a year from now, she'll still have the exact same amount of time left on her contract that she did when she got injured. Okay. Yeah. So, Why she's posting things like that to fuck with me? Probably fuck. Probably with like because me. what else is she gonna do except to be silly? So, um, I know because I was genuinely really concerned and pissed off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like I said, she's injured right now. So I mean, the mm-hmm. just like Lacey Evans is a free agent too because Lacey Evans is having a baby, so she's right. not listed. And Oscar is a free agent because Oscar is injured as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about Asuka. Shame on me. Yeah. The free agents are Asuka, um, Lacey Evans, um, uh, Bailey, and um, Eva Marie, but no one. If Eva Marie never returns, I don't think anyone will really mind. Yes. And Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is also a free agent. Why is that? Because they didn't pick her on Aurora SmackDown. Well, was she not going up? I thought she I didn't know she was going up. She oh, we talked about this once. Yeah, she's been wrestling on dark sh- on dark matches for uh, for Raw and SmackDown, so she's technically up. Uh, um, same thing with Scarlet. I think Scarlet is technically up too. Wow. You know. Wow. Well, it's just like it's a shocker to see things like that, and then see BFAB and stuff just based on that match. Yeah. You know, they br- I love Hit Row to Pieces, but it's amazing that they brought them up so quickly. Yeah, like, BFAB is definitely not ready for SmackDown yet. No. You know. So, I wonder if they're just going to make her a manager for now or whatever, or if she's just there for, like, Zia Lee to win. You know what I mean? Or, like, Tony right. Storm and Zia Lee and all them, like, they need to have someone to beat to win matches. Yep. So, you know, I wonder if, like, B-Fab and Aaliyah and people like that are there for them to, you know, to beat. Yes. 
I'm excited to see these new, the new rosters and like see them in action. That yeah, I mean, it'll be very interesting. I mean, you know, um, I have, I have no. It's also interesting when you think about it because a lot of the storylines they could shift to a different character. Mm-hmm. For example, you could very easily go with the whole "I'm the most beautiful woman in the WWE" and give that to say Aaliyah. Right. Aaliyah's attitude would work totally as the Carmella character, and you could make the scrappy underdog who eventually wins over the audience and who everyone wants to see win into Shotzi. Mm-hmm. You know, you could... I knew you were going to say Shotzi. You could do that sort of stuff. Also, interesting rumor I heard, by the way, about uh, Money in the Bank, about why Liv Morgan didn't win and Nikki did. Oh? Apparently, Liv Morgan was supposed to win the Money in the Bank. Whoa. And the reason they changed it, and this is just a weird... Vince McMahon is a weirdo type thing. It's that everyone expected Lib to win it. Oh. Yeah. It's that... Well, every, yeah. That because everyone... Because they were building... But it's like, you wrote the fucking storylines to build her up. <laughs> like... Yeah, like, you did this. You know, so everyone expected Lib to win it. So... They were like, well, it's not going to be, you know, the audience aren't really going to be excited if the person they expect to win it wins it. So let's have a person that no one expects win it. And they had Nikki win it. Right. Which, you know, I still think Liv should have won it because fucking. Agreed. It was totally Liv, Liv's moment. Um, it was. Also, by the way, on the topic of SmackDown, the uh, Queen's Crown starts uh, this uh, Friday. Is which, that this Friday? Yeah, which is a tournament. Um, it's basically the King of the Ring, but for women. It's uh, a tournament to decide who becomes the uh, queen, I guess, of uh, the WWE. If they, do, if they don't give it to Charlotte, do you think she'll quit? No, I think the whole... Charlotte has said she doesn't want to be in it. Oh. Charlotte has said that she's already the queen. She's like, whoever wins it should have to fight me for the title. Oh, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we get a uh, Charlotte promo. So we can skip over who gets on the draft because we just covered all that. Um, That's true. Yeah, so we have a Charlotte promo because um, now she's on SmackDown. Uh, Kayla. She bra- yells at Kayla. Yeah, Kayla asks <laughs> if uh, how your strategy will change. And Charlotte says, uh, you know, journalism 101 says she should congratulate her for being the first draft of the women's division. Yes. And then she does she a woo. She talks about long live the queen. Yep, I she, know. I hate that she wooed herself. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we get Ew. Carmella versus Liv. Um, uh, is it me or does Carmella's outfit at this point just look like she, instead of wrestling, came from like the Victoria's Secret like fucking uh, showcase or something? Yes. Yes. It doesn't even. Everything from like her intro to when she leaves the ring, whether she's won or not. It's just the Victoria's Secret show. It's yeah. nothing else. Yeah, it's like, doesn't even... It didn't I'm even insulting look like, Victoria's Secret, and they've already got a really bad rap. But, like, it, like, it didn't know. even look like a wrestling outfit. It just looked like, you know, this was like one of their fall line or something. Yes. So you, yes. huge cheers for Liv, and I noticed the dude in the audience, um, who I wonder if it's the same guy who talked about a Goofy mil- movie being filth, um, or if people, or, <laughs> or if people in the audience listened to us and took my idea to just reference obscure things on signs, because there was a what guy, there was a guy who had a sign that said localized Ranma one half RPG. 
Oh my god. Which is like a, a fucking early 90s anime that had like an a NES. A, really? A super NES fucking RPG <laughs> that never got localized. Wow. So I wonder I if, no it's, if it's either the same guy with the weird Goofy movie reference or if it's a listener who is like, yeah, I should just reference random shit like Charles and Chelsea said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, random person. Yes. That brings me joy. I want to see more of these. <laughs> so <laughs> Yes. Every week it's the same dude. He spends his life savings just to please us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I wonder if it's if it's either a fan of ours or if it's just a guy with way too much money who just spends like hundreds of dollars a week so he can put up songs for things no one else except like us will get. Yes. You know. That's, I'm going to I'm going to say that it's that. Yes. Yes. So, uh yes. Liv punches Carmela in the face before the bell and then uh, Carmela says, you bitch, that's the last chance you'll ever have to destroy my beautiful face. And then she puts on a weird bedazzled mask that makes her look like she just came from having plastic surgery. I was thinking about it. It's like the worst mask I've ever seen. Do you think she was trying to, like, do, like, some sort of really chintzy knockoff of, like, a silver glitter thing of the fucking the front man in Squid Game? No. Okay. It was, was not, like, it was, that's the only it was not angular enough of. for that. It was not angular enough right. for that. It and was I don't just think, horrible. And I don't think Squid Game had come out yet. It's been out for like two and a half weeks. Yeah, but this was like a week ago. So, Uh-oh. yeah. Um, it was horrible. Yeah. I do love that she got a You Look Stupid chant. <laughs> oh, that was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, so then finally... Uh, and Liv's face. Liv going, you're insane. Yeah. That was awesome. So finally, we go to a match that I was very disappointed in. Um, and I was disappointed in it. Let me, let me talk about this for a second. Let me talk to you, as uh, mm-hmm. L.A. Knight says. Let me talk to you. Um, so here's the thing. Normally when they have a commentator come out who's an in, who... Normally we have a, a, a good match or we have a, a, a mediocre match. And there's a commentator who's just kind of distracting, but we don't really want to listen to them. Here we have Becky, who is super interesting on commentary. And then we have Becky and, B- and, and we have Bianca and Sasha doing what looked like a good match. But the problem is when you have both of those things going on at the same time. It, is impo- it gave me a headache. It is impossible to pay attention to either with your full attention. Yeah, it gave me a head. It gave me a head. I wasn't able to write down all the moves. I yeah. wasn't able to like write down everything that Becky said. Yeah, like yeah. It, it was a really poor choice because like having you bring out Becky on commentary when it's a match that like it's like Bianca versus Dana Brooke or something. Yeah, when you have all three of these huge superstars. Yeah. You it's, know, it's, it doesn't work. It's it information it was a overload. It's information overload. Mm-hmm. And it ruined the match, and it also took away from Becky's commentary. Yes. So, you know, because yeah. Sasha and Bailey, Sasha, I'm sure this is the type of thing where if we had seen this live and not on the air, this would have been like our match of the week or something. Yeah. Because it I'm looked sure. like they I'm were doing sure. really cool things, but it was hard for me to pay attention because I was also paying attention to all, all the interesting things Becky was talking about. Yeah, and her conversation with the actual commentary, and yeah. like with the commentators, and then, but I kept missing things. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it was frustrating. It was, even if I like went back and rewound something, I sometimes would have to 
Yeah. You know. But it was really cool because I'm like, we got this rematch and, oh, Becky's here too. And they were both good things that yeah. could have been great if they didn't have the other. Well, it's, it's, it's like, thing. tell me two of your favorite foods. Popcorn and peas. Okay. Have you ever tried eating them together? No, that's disgusting. Do you see my point? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, like, imagine, like, you're eating popcorn, and I just take a whole bunch of peas, and I just, like, pour them into your popcorn. I'd still, I'd still eat it, but it would be awful. Yeah, and exactly. My, I would, it would be overload in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. That's what she and said. that's exactly what happened, you know. <laughs> so, you know, like, a lot of stuff happened, and it looked interesting. Like, I feel like you shouldn't have a match that I feel like if I really want to appreciate this, I'd have to watch it with the sound off. Yeah, And if I really wanted to appreciate what Becky's doing, I'd have to, like, just not watch the match and listen to it, like, just on listen. headphones. Yeah. And so I think that it really took away from, from all three participants in this. Yes. I also should note, by yeah. the way, that they are going to be wrestling at Crown Jewel. I'm not, I don't, I don't like watching the Crown Jewel shows. No, why not? I don't, I don't like supporting, like, the Saudi government. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a pay-per-view live from Saudi Arabia. Oh. And it's usually paid for and pretty much almost booked by the Saudi prince because he's a big wrestling fan. And he pays, oh. the, he pays them literally millions of dollars to, like, have these events there. Okay. I mean, uh, we're still going to watch it, right? Or are we not going to watch I, it? I mean, I, if you want to, I will. I'll watch it for that. Because I normally just... Well, I'd, I'd like to see that match. I yeah, don't care about I, I normally else. just don't feel good myself about watching, like, yeah. supporting the Saudi government after all the shit they do. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But, I mean, if you want to watch that match, we'll watch it. Um, it is only the we second... just watch that match. I think it's only the second women's match they've ever allowed there, either. Oh, boy. Yeah, I wonder if they have to, like, dress differently. They or do. We'll they see. do. Um, they, because the first one was Lacey Evans versus Natalia, and they had to actually cover up from head to toe. Yeah. Wow. So, you know. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So, um, at the end, Charlotte runs in, and uh, Becky and Charlotte kind of raise their belts, and I'm like, please let one of them lose the title before, before Survivor Series. Yes. I don't want to see another Becky-Charlotte match. No. I'm very Becky-Charlotted out. <laughs> you know, because that's what Survivor Series is. Um, They'll become the next Impact. Yeah, but Survivor Series is... Like, Survivor Series, I'm really excited now, though, after the new teams. Yeah. I mean, think about the, the teams that you could put together, like a five-on-five -five women's team from Raw versus SmackDown. Yes. You know. I mean, you could technically have, like, fucking uh, Zia Lee and Tony Storm and Shayna Baszler and, uh, right. you know, um, and fucking Naomi, who, like I said, they're, they're doing a really good job of making me actually interested in Naomi. Yeah, which I never thought would ever happen. Yeah, you know, and, and them versus a team of, like, Rhea Ripley and Nikki and Tegan Knox. And, you know, and Liv Morgan and Mia Yim. Like, that's really mm -hmm. cool. Like, I, I'm really excited about that. Um, so, you know, that, but I really, but, and I know they'll have, they'll probably have champion versus champion, which they always do. 
Yes. But I hope that it's someone besides... Uh, Becky I, and Charlotte. Yeah, I really don't want them. Even even if Sasha wins it, I don't want Becky versus Sasha. I mean, I want Charlotte versus, versus Sasha again. Right. Because they feuded for like a year and just kept switching the belt back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would like to see... I would like to see, like... I wouldn't even mind if, like, you got, like, Bianca versus Charlotte or something. Right. You know, but I really, I don't want to see another Becky versus Charlotte match in Survivor Series. Well, maybe they'll listen to us, because everyone does. Yeah. So, uh, we go to AW Dynamite, uh, where we have Ruby Soho uh, giving a promo, uh, where Britt Baker says people like the song, not her. I know, and I loved how she called her Ruby No-No. Yeah, and was like, back in a line, babe. You should know yeah. what it's like to hit rock bottom. I love that. Yeah. Rick Baker just, like, is amazing every week. Yeah, so then we have Hikaru Shida, who I've who, said... Who you, you forget about. What? Yeah. Well, I, like, I, forgot about her. I've said it before, though. Shida has probably the best English out of yeah. any Japanese wrestler, like, I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like, Shida's English is great. Like, she's definitely... Definitely, uh, like, her English is better than Asuka's. Her English is definitely better than Io Shirai's. Right. You know. Um, and she mentions how uh, her next win will be her 50th win. Woohoo! So she's going to be wrestling Serena Deeb, and if she wins, that's her 50th win. So uh, that'll yeah, be... which would be cool. Yeah. I like how, how she called it Deeb's Dojo. Yeah. That was um, cool. Also, I'm using that Sheeta reference, the Holy Sheeta chant. Um, yes. So, and then of course the Jade Cargill promo where she talks about a rampage. She, Thunder Rosa, and uh, and Nyla Rose are going to go at it. And then Ni- then Jade uh, Nyla says the most cliche line I possibly could imagine with, "Your pain is my pleasure." And it's Just like, stop. fucking no, don't do that, Vicky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, there was another match that we're not going to talk about because we're not, we have a moratorium on uh, the Bunny and Anna J, mm-hmm. and they were in a tag team match that we're not going to talk about. So, let's go to AEW right. Rampage. Rampage. This is our final thing of our episode. Yep. We're uh, yes. Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah, so Thunder does a what is it called the Casadora to Jade? That something cool. like that. She, yeah, I, they're all three of them are so fucking different. Before the match so started, though, crazy. before the match started, I will say that the commentator apparently has a gambling problem. Uh, what because say? what? What well, did he say? Oh, he talked about how he put all of his money on Jade and Nyla and then lost it, but then he won it back. And I'm like, so that sounds like you have a problem, dude. <laughs> like, I feel like it should almost be illegal for people who are employed there to, like, gamble on yeah. other people who are employed there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know. Um, so this is, like, I hate Vicky Guerrero, right? Just, she does her job yeah. very well. And I just, and I don't like Jade Cargill, so I'm all Thunder Rosa but in this. And I'm like, as long as they don't give it to Jade, that's all I care about. Yeah, and that's what the match pretty much was for, so Jade could win. Which was dumb. Yeah. Um, really, the only one who seemed to be doing any work in this match was Thunder Rosa. That's all she, yeah, that's all she did. She really just, like, just brought it home, kept it together. 
Yeah. Um, and it made me kind of sad because you know. it, it made me think of, like, you know how we're, we complain about, like, how Rhea Ripley has just become kind of another person in WWE? Right, yeah. Like, I yes. feel like that's happened to Thunder Rosa and AEW. Yeah. Like, yeah. remember how special... I don't like that, like, Thunder Rosa's Thunder Rosa. Yeah, like, there used to be this, like, really special aura about her. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. definitely gone. And having her, like, lose to Jade Cargill is not a good move. No, no, just, like, don't... Then she's gonna fucking wind up on billboards again, and I'm gonna have to fucking look at her fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I think they're I'm really... I'm really, really upset. I think they're really trying to push Jade Cargill as, like, a future women's champion or something, and... I yeah, don't want to see her beating Britt Baker at all. Yeah. No, and she might. Yeah, so, you know, and Jade also has some of the, like, Jade and, and B-Fab need to learn how to hit people with stuff. <laughs> I just love, I, of course it's wrestling, but imagine, like, saying that about, like, someone we're auditioning someone, and we're just like, you know, they were fine, but they really need to learn how to hit people with stuff. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, those were the, some of the worst fucking chair shots ever. I know, I know. It was really, it was, well, that's what rehearsal is for. I mean, practice. I mean, training, training. Yeah. Training. Yeah, those, yes. those are, and she beats Thunder Rosa with that, and Jade is somehow undefeated. And, Makes uh, no sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so those were, that was the week in women's wrestling. What was your match of the week, Chelsea? My match of the week, I really enjoyed Toxic Attraction versus EO and Zoe. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. And I'm torn for Wrestler of the Week because I really love everything that Gigi Dolan does. But EO Shirai, every time, she's just in the air constantly. Mm-hmm. And as a very tall woman who fears for her <laughs> life, <laughs> do that, I have so much respect for that little flying monster, Io Shirai, <laughs> who was so great. So I feel like she impressed me the most out of that match, and that mm-hmm. was really the only match that I liked. Yeah. So yeah, I'm also I think gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna give it to Toxic Attraction versus uh, Zoe and Io. Um, and mm-hmm. I and it's a, it's, a, it's, it's it's a shame because I really feel like if you had taken Becky Lynch's commentary out of Sasha and Bianca, that would have been no question the match of the week. No question. Yes. Yeah. But the, the commentary just ruined it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give uh, my wrestler of the week. Jeez, um, that's a hard one. I'm going to have to come back to that. It's a hard one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give that one. I think I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with JC Jane. Only cool. because she improves every week. And I think she, mm-hmm. she looked great. She did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so uh, yeah. So, so we both agree. Toxic Attraction versus Zoe and EO, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you you went with EO. Went I'm going to go EO. with Chasey. Yeah. Yay! So, uh, how yeah. do people get in touch with you, Chelsea? Where can they find? I prefer you? if you don't, but um, I prefer <laughs> also if you don't. But you can find me at Chelsea.lesage on Instagram. And where can they find you, Sir Charles? They can find me at um, charles.d.lincoln on Instagram. Yes, and you can find us together at CL Squared Productions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And then you can also find us on the Twitter. Twitter. At Beyond Z. Twitter. Beyond Z is in Zebra. Bell. I need to come up with new Z words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Too bad we're not Z. Beyond L Bell. <laughs> 
Yes, lascivious yes. Lenny Leonard yeah. Bell. Um, and then B-E-L-L-E, so find yeah. us on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also want to thank everyone who contributed to the 21st Century uh, Demon Hunter uh, Indiegogo. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we did, we did uh, very well on that, and uh, we could not have done that without you people. So thank you for that. So we'll give you a really bloody, sexy, funny show. Yes. And uh, yes. we also want to uh, point out that... Um, in the very near future, we may be adding uh, interviews and such um, to Beyond the Bell, mm-hmm. where we will be talking to various uh, women's wrestlers. Uh, more info on that <laughs> as time goes on. Time. Because the future is B. T. B. All right, people. We right, want to thank friends. you. We want to thank you for we'll uh, see listening you to week. us. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh, shit. I just realized um, Impact's women's... Yeah. Women's only uh, pay-per-view is this weekend as well. Fun. Well, we'll actually get to see the women fighting people we haven't seen them fight 20 times. Okay, bring it on. Fine, they can have this one. Yeah. All right, so stay tuned for that, guys. All right, bye. <laughs> bye.